Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And today, we are over in Magic Kingdom. Yay! Finally! Um, so this is probably episode two or three of our run uh, of Magic Kingdom, but it is the first actual attraction that we stopped at on our trip over to Magic Kingdom. Um, mostly because the wait time posted was 10 minutes. Um, and although I'm actually kind of disappointed uh, in that wait time, it should have been 13. <laughs> Only two attractions should, should have wait times of 13 minutes. That is that is correct, and we're going to discuss one of them today, uh, and that, of course, uh, is the spooky suburban McMansion, y'all. Otherwise known as the Haunted Mansion. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I like your name well, better. I mean, I mean, it is like located in suburbia, uh, and kind it is kind of, of a McMansion. I mean. Maybe I don't know. Here's what this ultimately where this is going to lead, guys, is that um, just like every other white couple with a with an outlet, um, we are going to renovate houses, uh, and Woo-hoo. we are going to do it HGTV style here for you at the end of this episode to suggest you know a, a couple of different things. And Amanda, I swear to God, if you mention the word <laughs> open concept, you don't think like this needs an open concept anywhere. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I swear to God, I might smack you. Uh, just, I'm just saying, like, for one thing, no, I am not a fan of the open concept. Uh, if you mostly want to because Bobby say the words open concept to him. Jesus Christ! So, like, all right, you know, I'll go ahead and, and just expound on that before we really get started. And here's the reason why. Okay, uh, you go and you watch all these HGTV shows. Uh, and they just say open concept. Like basically, what they want is a, a fucking warehouse with like like a couple of walls put up to denote a bedroom and a closet, and that's about it. Like they just want this whole house completely open. And I don't understand that kind of construction for the life of me. For one thing, I like a little bit of privacy. I mean, I'm cool with like a grand grandiose like living room and everything like that, but like. You know what? In the kitchen, I like to curse. I burn myself on occasion. And if there's one thing that I know is that if I have guests over for dinner, be they family, be they friends, I'm going to say something stupid. I want some sort of wall up uh, in between me and uh, whatever the fuck it is that I'm saying in the kitchen. Because I I, I don't want that getting out. So, yeah, I abhor the open concept uh, as it's displayed on HGTV. Uh, And I, I wish that more people would join in with me. Uh, and trying to put an end uh, to this style of architecture, but uh, apparently it's just not going to happen. So you know what? Let, let's let's move on. Uh, Amanda, can you please give us a little bit of history on what is certainly one of the more popular attractions at Magic Kingdom? Yes, I can. So the Haunted Mansion is an opening day attraction for Disney World. It did open in 1971. Um, now the version in Disneyland did not was not opening day. It didn't open until 1969. There. Um, nice. <laughs> but for those of us who are fans of the Florida parks, it is an opening day attraction. Um, 
However, the idea for it actually predates even Disneyland. Walt had an idea for a haunted house um, from the very beginning of his whole trying, you know, coming up with theme parks. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, what nobody else had, like, like there was a carnival. Yeah. And, maybe. You know, but there wasn't, like, a theme park theme park. No. So, technically, like, a, a haunted mansion yeah. uh, would be the closest thing to a theme park. Exactly. Back and that way. was kind of, that was his, you know, again, this was an idea he'd had from the very beginning. Um, he actually act- originally had this concept as a walkthrough attraction um, and not the ride that we have. So it originally was going to be a walkthrough, but then they changed. Um, but anyway, the Magic Kingdom version is in Liberty Square. So it's a colonial um, style mansion, HGTV reference there Mm -hmm. you go um this is a colonial style mansion i will say this the disney world version is bigger than the disneyland version ha something else (laughs) that we got better on you california no masks uh the tta and a bigger haunted mansion y'all so there you go our haunted mansion is bigger um it hasn't changed very much since opening day but there have been some updates um, in 2001, I think was kind of like the first major update. And this was, all this was, was, Hey, we're going to add some more safety instructions for when you're getting on the shoot buggy. Um, so there's that, uh, the first actual like major attraction renovation though, came in 2004, uh, with the seance room. Um, that's when they changed the crystal ball to actually be floating in the air rather than just sitting on the table. You mean suspended by fishing wire? Continue. Anyway, in 2007, um, the bride, whose name, and I didn't know this, but she has a name. The bride's name is Constance Hatchaway. Um, So if you're, when you're writing and you go through the attic and you get to that room where it's got like a picture, like all these wedding pictures, same bride in every picture, guys, just different groom because she keeps killing them all. By chopping oh, off her how, heads with her how ass. Is she not na- how is she not named Lizzie Borden? Because her last name's Hatchaway, because she's hatching their heads. No, I, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, like, you know, the, use the real life example. Anyway, continue. Anyway, continue well, please. I mean, Lizzie Borden killed her parents. She's killing husbands. Okay, so she's Henry VIII of, <laughs> of Batch of Crazy White Women. So she's continue. killing husbands for money. She's getting their wealth. Anyway, um... Her name is Constance Hatchaway. She is considered the villainess of the ride. Not the Carrie Underwood of the ride? Right. Stop it. <laughs> you sure she's not the Carrie Underwood of the ride? Carrie Underwood saying, just, 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 you know, just destroyed his car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she didn't kill him. She just killed the car. Um, she beat the shit out of that car and like admitted to that crime on in a I'm just saying woman needs to be locked up she's a menace to society. Anyway. Bring back Shania from for Thursday night football. Continue. Anyway, um so she was added to the Disney World version in 2007 along with like some other like enhancements um in the stretching room. And the endless staircase was also added in 2007. Um, it replaced, there used to be like, right before you got to the, um, endless hallway scene, there used to be like two rubber spiders. 
that's now the endless staircase. Um, that is actually based off of a real mansion in, um, or real, real mystery house, the Winchester mystery house in San Jose, California. Um, okay. so there's that. And then in 2011, the interactive queue was added. So there's a bunch of different when that's actually, it's not operational now cause COVID. Um, but there's a lot of really cool stuff that you can do in the interactive queue. Um, and then in 2019, they finally got all on board with what every other major attraction does and take your picture. Yeah. Um, okay. So very minor updates and it shows. Uh, yeah, to, it's, uh, it's very much um, still a lot like it was opening day. Now, listen, that doesn't mean that, that it's bad necessarily, but I will say that like, it doesn't quite have the the desired spooky effect. I, I don't I feel think like. it's meant to. No, I think a haunted mansion is supposed to scare you. Okay, but I don't I, think. Uh, but, remember, I mean, when Walt no, didn't want this for, to be scary, scary. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking for Saw. Okay, like the, the, that's not what I'm I'm seeking here. Um, but I, I am looking for like if it's going to give you a jump scare, like. Make like the, the 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 heads that pop out or whatever. Make them actually like pop out instead of go, Rrr! like just like raise up like at two miles per hour and then. There's a couple that I saw actually pop out in the graveyard scene. Uh, make it a jack in the box. Is all I'm saying. There's you a know? couple like that in the graveyard. I I did not see them. Maybe I was looking elsewhere. You were. Um, you because know, it was right next to it, me. <laughs> okay well, there you go um did it freak you out a little bit i was i knew it was there and forgot about it until it popped out <laughs> serves us right for not having ridden this attraction in god knows how many years i guess uh, i don't know but uh, you know what let's actually talk about the attraction experience okay. itself like i said it was the first attraction that we rode uh for the day so um you know we did get a little bit of a lie to uh, us on the the initial wait time. It said 10 minutes and it felt more like 20 or 30. No, I, don't um, even, I think it may have been 15. If, if that it went, the line moved fast and the line moved fast because right now a lot, they're not a, they're not snaking it through the interactive queue. And also the stretching room is not operational. But that, takes away from the experience and that takes away that does take away from the experience my dad even said he was upset like i mean you want to talk about an open concept the stretching room is the only open concept (laughs) that this uh that this mansion needs uh because that that is very a very cool effect um i know that like i think it's disneyland's that the stretching room goes up and it's disney worlds that the that it goes that it actually goes on an elevator down. I think I don't. Know I think that. that's. I think that's the way that it is. I feel like I knew um, it one time, and then no, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, some Disney experts we are right, but <laughs> um, like I don't think I've ever actually experienced the interactive queue because I always used to ride this with like a fast pass uh, or um, like not at all. Basically, I have done you know? the interactive queue, and I it's actually really cool. Like some of the stuff you can do. Um, there's like um, a place that's got like musical instruments, like one of the crypts, and it plays versions of the Grim Grinning Ghost song. Um, 
there's one that you can, um, it's a poet's crypt and you can finish um, some of the unfinished poems by speaking into the micro, they have microphones and you can speak into there and finish the unfinished poems. See, that, that, that is actually interesting and I would actually kind of like to see that a little, but also not have, have to stand in, in line while some little, you know, pipsqueak kid is trying to come up with a, a rhyme for the for the color orange or something like that, <laughs> um, you know. Um, but the, like in all seriousness, though, like the, de- definitely the stretching room thing, the very least, that like it puts you in the mood. It does for, with the voiceover, for, with you know your ghost host. Yeah, um, and what where it's at now, it kind of just feels like you're walking into your friend's basement. Yeah, and like that. That's it. Like, there's no, like, build-up or introduction. There's yeah. just, like, hey, look, some shitty puns for gravestones. Also, here's the basement. Come inside, and now you're in a doom buggy. Uh, which and I that... think with the with the stretching room, I know you said that it wasn't, you know, this wasn't a lot of spookiness. I think the stretching room adds a bit of spookiness. An element. Yeah, an just element an element. Of it's it. all and without it, that element is kind of not there right now right and even the interactive cue from what you've told me again haven't experienced it but from from what you told me just like having like you know extra stuff to look at yeah um, and it's i mean there's you know, like all these tombstones by. and you know because imagineers always sign their work just like artists do but they obviously can't like physically sign it so um you know they do it in different ways and this ride a lot of the tombstones are honoring those imagineers that worked on it um, that's sure. cool. Some of the, the puns that they come up with, I I love. Are awful. I love them. <laughs> Just the worst. Um, like, uh, listen, I'm someone who either loves puns because I'm making them or hates them. Because you're because not. other people. Yeah. Be, well, it's not just that. It's that other people are making them and I don't find them to be as clever when I don't make them, I guess. I don't I'm know. aware. I'm aware. If I make a pun, I, you absolutely hate it. But if you make a pun, it's the funniest thing in the world. Well, I, I also tend to make them like, like on the fly, as opposed to like in an in improv in the moment, if you will, um, as opposed to like some of the other ones out there, and specifically in this case, a written pun. Like, ugh, ugh. Like, it's one thing to, like, come up with something, like, in the heat of the, the moment. That makes it funnier to me, which is why, like, Whose Line Is It Anyway is funnier than uh, certain stand-up specials that are out there. Because, you know, it, it's happening right there viscerally. Whereas, you know, a planned joke that takes forever to get to, like, I, like it can make me laugh a little bit. Anyway, I'm going to move on from, from this. Is the, I don't need to break down comedy, uh, I guess. Don't. But breaking down horror... Uh, certainly like uh, that's something I'm, I'm all here for. Um, so we get on the, the doom buggy and, um, you know, and I don't know, I guess I'm, because I wasn't in the, I didn't go through the full pre-show. I just wasn't spooked out. I mean, were, were you like in the mood to be startled? In any way, or I also like, like have ridden that ride a gazillion times. I didn't know what to expect, but you haven't right. ridden I wasn't in six in and a half same, years. I wasn't in the same mindset that I would have been had we had the pre-show gone on. 
uh, this is more gets you more in the mood. So, like, just imagine if you will, like, if horror were confetti. Okay, what happened is like you got on like an office chair, got spun around a couple of times, and then had confetti thrown on you. And that's what it's like to ride this attraction without the pre-show. Um, it takes you through the various different rooms. Uh, you know, the bust room where they're always looking at you. Um, the, the never-ending staircase, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzie and- Borden's uh, room. Um, the, the dining. The great yeah, the great hall or the dining room where there's... Which, ball. that to me is still an effect that is cool. That's really Because... Cool. Even I know how it's done. I know how it's done. It's done with glass and it's done with mirrors. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting way to pull off that that effect. But the, the way that that effect is pulled off visually is just a very intriguing scientific thing. Um, you know, that's that to me is very cool. Um, so I enjoy that little portion of it. And then, you know, just before you get to that scene or whatever, the your ghost host uh, has to bail because, like, he's apparently they're, hosting they're, all these. Yeah, he's hosting the party that's happening. I mean, I get it, but, like, what about <laughs> us? I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe don't, like, invite us special and then, like, say, oh, I got to bail. Like, no, I, I feel like, like that's just being a terrible host, whether you're a ghost or not. So, I mean, you know, that that's you. just me. I get you. It is um, slightly rude of the ghost host, but. Yeah, at the very least rude. Um, he very clearly didn't go to Cotillion. Actually, uh, now that I think about it, it's not a ball that they're having. He says, he, make, he even says it's a wake. Well, it's one hell of a wake. It's a wake. And after we finish uh, going I, through this, there I've I've read an interesting theory about this. So after, but I'll I'll go through this after we kind of describe the ride a little bit. Okay, um, let's see here. What what else have we left off? Um, uh, not the, then you go down the staircase and into the graveyard. Yeah, and into the graveyard area where again, like that's where oh you, you see the the crystal ball. Oh yeah, in the head. that's right, right before the. You know the graveyard, um, and then which again is suspended by fishing wire. It's not like really floating. Um, you can see the fishing wire. I'm sorry, like that's a pet peeve of mine. Like you know, I, I get it. You're trying to be clever and cool and stuff, but like, don't have any sort of light source that it projects upward where I can see the damn uh, fishing line. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know that, that that's all I'm asking for. I did Hide not the notice magic. the fishing line, so. I, I guess was, my eyes had adjusted at that point. That's <laughs> uh, where like, I could ooh, see. Madam Leota. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even catch her name. Uh, I was so concentrated on the fishing line itself. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering what what are you what kind of what kind of fish are you going to catch with Madam Leota as a bait? While I understand. That you have been watching a lot of Deadliest Catch here lately. Yes, I have. Been. <laughs> Look, I don't think that you're going to catch crabs uh, for with Madame Leota. Although, stop. Um, okay, a, moving uh, on. <laughs> See, that was clever. Um, no, and then okay, so then it takes you outside to the graveyard, and it plays the the classic 
Is it the Sherman Brothers who did? I believe it was uh, the Sherman Brothers. Yeah. The, the classic Sherman Brothers, if it's not, we'll give them credit for it. Uh, musical accompaniment of Grim Grim and Ghosts or How to Socialize. Uh, and there's, of course, 999 uh, Happy Haunts. Haunt, happy haunts. Uh, and they can always uh, squeeze in one more. I don't know. Yep, what they the have room for a thousand. Yeah, um, so, which by the end of it, I was considering <laughs> just so I could like shake up the place a little bit. Um, <laughs> did you have your death certificate with you? <laughs> yeah. No, but I did have my COVID nineteen vaccination <laughs> certificate just in case. Um, <laughs> just just in case the haunts were concerned about whether or not I was vaccinated. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, one of them gets into the dune buggy with you. And I, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming that he doesn't want to catch that shit. There, there are uh, hitchhiking ghosts. Yeah. That's so. when our ghost host uh, rejoins us. Just in time yes. to warn us about the hitchhiking ghost. And we got like the George Costanza of ghosts. Yeah. I feel like. Because uh, he was short and stumpy. And you can very clearly uh, see him going, Jerry! Jerry! Just getting agitated over nothing. Um, I mean, that's 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 at least that's how I perceived our ghost. Did you have any other sort of I perception? I did not, except that he was in my lap the whole time. Well, I mean, which is a miracle <laughs> because I was taking up most of that doom buggy. Uh, is by the way, is it doom d o m d o o m or dune d u n? It's d o o m. It's doom. Okay, it's that's what I thought. Buggy. That's what I thought, but I keep calling like the other attractions that also had this style of on the mover thing dune buggies for some reason. I think it it typically is dune buggy, but it's a haunted mansion. So theming wise, this is a doom buggy. Yeah. So you you, then you get off and then uh, the attraction and walk back outside and God, Florida humidity will slap you in the face sometimes. And that's exactly what happened. I feel, I feel like I got bitch slapped by uh, by the Florida humidity as I yep. walked out. It did not and take long I, for that to happen. And then I also got slapped in the face with terrible, even more terrible puns uh, because there's a mausoleum uh, at the end of the attraction. I, I saw one and said, nope, and just moved on. <laughs> just, just, just walked away. Just walked away uh, with my head in disgust. Uh, and and that was uh, that kind of surmises, uh, you know, some of what I feel about the the haunted mansion. Um, I, all right, so when it comes to the actual ride itself, I do feel like they have made some improvements with the never ending staircase, mm-hmm. and um, you know, certainly some of the effects, even though they're dated, are still very cool. The busts mm-hmm. that look at you. Uh, the the entire time. So the... there's a backstory behind those busts, by the way, in the graveyard. Okay, I, I'll take your word for it. Well, uh, no, like yeah. I I found the it's actually <laughs> so there is a backstory with the whole haunted mansion because it's Disney, and mm-hmm. um, actually, I believe they tried to explain that with Eddie Murphy, but it failed miserably. It failed miserably. I don't, uh, yeah. Um, so the house, I believe, was, like, owned by the Dread family. 
Was um, it Judge Dredd? I guess. Um, and this was a family that literally killed each other for wealth. So in the graveyard, there's like five um, head busts. There's actually six because there's one that has like two busts on one stand. Um, so basically, um, you have one member whose name was Bertie killed Uncle Jacob with poison from his snake. Aunt Florence killed Bertie for revenge and she shot Bertie. Their twins, they killed Aunt Florence as revenge because while Florence was shooting Bertie, there was a rogue shot and it killed the twins' pet canary. And then another family member named Maud killed those twins with her croquet mallet. And then Maud accidentally killed herself. Because she forgot that she put matches in her hair to hold her bun together and she set a fire and killed her. Okay, so that sounds very eerily similar to the actual plot of the movie Judge Dredd starring (laughs) Sylvester Stallone, uh, which is, of course, in the 2080s and Earth having become an uninhabitable wasteland. Um, You know, the the humans that have survived, uh, they kind of like reject the whole legal system. And instead, they uh, decide what they're going to do to combat crime um, is is to uh, replace the traditional role of police officers, judges and juries, uh, and also executioner with like just a core of judges and there is of course one street judge he's one of the most dedicated ones uh and and that would be judge joseph dread oh okay so like, he was not a know. member of this particular dread family. did he have machine guns you know like coming out of his arms i mean no? this this particular family would have been from the colonial time period of american history because so, liberty no. square just it's a yes or a no question. It's it's a no. Okay, let's see. That's what that's what I was looking for. You know, I'm sorry. God, God forbid, I'm trying to tie it into something even cooler. But whatever, it's fine. Um, so, yeah. Any, anyway, um, I don't know why I had to go down the judge. I don't know why you had to go down that rabbit hole either. It's stupid of me too, but at the same time, uh, it felt necessary. So, uh, but uh, obviously, there's you know the the ghostly effects inside the um, inside the ballroom. Those still play pretty well uh, to me. The uh, the Madame Leotard or whatever her name is, um, Madame Leota, the one with crabs. Um, you know, she uh, that that's a pretty cool effect. In fact, I would love to have a television of some kind that like would just be like a, a crystal ball that was speaking to me. That'd be awesome to have just like hanging around the house. I, in fact, I'm surprised they don't sell that shit uh, already. Like specifically I mean, Disney. She was calling for spirits to come out. So yeah, well, I'm just saying, like you know, I don't look her into the other crystal ball figures that that are out there in Disney canon. Aren't there other Disney, Disney I crystal think balls? She's the only one. Huh. Okay. Well, still, nonetheless, uh, maybe like just have like a, a subdued version that doesn't call out all 999 happy haunts, but like instead just like calls you an idiot for, you know, your, your attire on your Zoom meeting or something. Yeah. You know, like, like that would be a fun little thing to have around the home offices, is just all I'm saying. Um, the judgmental. 
<laughs> yeah, the judgmental crystal ball. <laughs> Did you turn the cat filter off? Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us back to the judge who was complaining that the lawyer was uh, was you know had they had the cat filter on. So um, see, I tied it together nicely, nicely. Okay. Okay. He was shot up by a machine gun uh, because he was Sylvester Stallone. Done. There we go. It all works out perfect. Are you done with this movie? You're... All right, fine. But it's I'm sorry. It's a cool movie. Okay, God. Um, so there is also a theory. That I've read recently about the ride itself. And, okay. And that that theory is, you know, they tell you that it's, you know, you know, there's it's 99 happy haunts, but there's room for one more. And, and then 999. 999. Yeah. There's room for a thousand. Yes. Um, and it's so like you're going through and then you get to the, the ballroom and, you know, they're having a wake. And then your doom buggy spins around backwards and you go down a staircase and you're in a graveyard at that point. So the theory is, is that when you're in that graveyard that you've actually died and now you are one of, you are the thousand. So this is your descent into purgatory? Kind of. This is or you joining, transition? you have joined the uh and that's because if you think about it that's when the music gets upbeat that's when it starts to become a little bit you know okay all of that so that's that. you know so it's like so, a party saying hey you've joined us welcome okay you'd see that except that like two people usually ride this thing i'm just saying, so i'm just saying like, that's the theory I, I saw the other day it's not it's not a bad one if they had said 998 happy haunts then, like, I'm totally on board with you uh, on this. I'm just, uh, I'm, just I'm, I'm not Why disagreeing this? with it. Because math. If there's room for also, a thousand. Also, is the ghost host part of that 999? This is an excellent question. And I'm glad that you've brought this up. I'm going to presume that, yes, he is, in fact, part of the 999. Happy hunts. Okay. Um, and it's only because, like I said, there there's only room for a thousand. So, like the fact that they're advertising that there's vacancy means that there is a bed available, and presumably the ghost house would need a bed. But do ghosts need beds? Yeah. Are you sure? No. Do ghosts? Sleep? No. I mean, I feel like they sleep during the day. They're kind of like like vampires. Maybe, like, how, all right. In all the movies that you've seen with ghosts, okay, like, do you ever see them out uh, out in the light outside of maybe Casper? That's what I say, Casper. But that's it. No. He's a he's the friendly ghost, okay. But like, even Ghostbusters, like for the most part, for the most part, it was at all the ghost stuff was was at night or during a storm where it had, had darkened the sky. So like until. Like yeah, like I guess they sleep during the day. I'm I have the feeling that ghost rules are vampire rules as well. Okay. Or is it werewolves? I don't know. No vampires. Can't You're right. The there's there's uh, daywalkers and yeah, I got you. Forgot. Sorry. Uh, hashtag team uh, Jacob James Olmos. Um, 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> if you have answers to any of these questions that we have posed, yeah. please let us know. <laughs> All right. So let, let's move on to, to, to like some, some improvements that we would give to the actual ride itself because okay. i don't think that this is gonna let's put on a scale of uh one to five happy haunts how many haunts are you giving it right now i'm going with four okay so there is room for improvement the stretching room is not operating and that not having that operating takes away from the overall experience. Okay, that's fair. I'm also going to give it a three for the exact same reason that, that you are. Also because it's not scary enough. Again, I'm not looking for Saw uh, out of the attraction. I'm not looking for blood and gore and all, all that kind of stuff. I'm saying like, like make some actual jump scares. Make some actual like, like startling moments. Uh, on that attraction, uh, to me, that would vastly improve the attraction, um, because like a- as it is now, it, it kind of feels. Listen, I've been to scarier like places for for Halloween, and I, by that I mean neighbors' houses. And so, like, because there's, a, I don't know what it is. There are just some neighbors who get like really, really like creepy when it comes to Halloween. You notice that shit? Yeah. Like, some people just go all out. And I, I don't get those people. Do, do you? No. Okay, good. I'm glad I mean, that we're, I don't, we're on the same page. Here's the thing. I don't think that Haunted Mansion should be scarier at all, period. I think it's fine, the level it's at. But again, I first of all, I'm coming from the, this is at the Magic Kingdom, so it is a it is definitely, you know, you're going to have a lot of younger children riding this ride. Um, second, I don't like scary stuff. I don't like jump scares. I don't like any of that. I don't want it. I'm fine. The Haunted Mansion, like it is. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I can appreciate that, but I'm sorry that I'm looking for a little bit of something more. You're just looking experience. for something since they don't have Alien Encounter. A little, yes. I want something that's a, at the very least gonna like send a chill up my spine, and nothing. Disney, please bring back done. Alien Encounter, so Alien Encounter, so like I don't have to hear him gripe about it anymore. And they actually own the Alien franchise, so like bring it back with the real Xenomorph. I'm just saying. Please, please. Um, yeah, um, I will never ride it, but I just don't want him to. No, you'll ride it once. I've... You'll ride it once. <laughs> Good luck with that. What? No, you will. You got to for the podcast. Listen, I had a fucking ride, like an attraction that, that we will get to next week. But like, I had to ride an attraction that it's not exactly my favorite one that's out there. And in fact, I fell asleep on the damn thing. Okay, so twice, twice, twice. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not. I had to wake him up. <laughs> okay. So, like, th- forget you and your your whole like. No, I'm not going on this attraction. Like, nah, nah. You're a big girl now. You get to to go on uh, on some scary stuff too here and there. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyway, anyway, um, now let's focus on what we would do to actually improve this household because clearly, like, it needs to be gutted. I'm not a fan of the wallpaper. Yeah. That they're using. With the eyes. Yeah, that. that. Um, I would get, maintain the wood. A little bit brighter, because, you know, maybe, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe you sand it. Uh, and I wouldn't stain it as dark of a color. I, I would uh, bring a more natural stain yeah. uh, out instead of, you know, like a cherry stain. Yeah, cool. Uh, you know, just add a little bit of a lighter tone to the wood. Is mahogany uh, a lighter tone or is that darker? It, you see, I, I feel like it's uh, too dark for, for mahogany. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking more of a cedar. Okay. A cedar okay. Uh, type, uh, type color. Um, certainly, or perhaps a pine. Um, uh, pine uh, might be know. too light. I mean, it is. Perhaps, it is. They they do need some darkness. It is a ghost after all. I mean, that's fair. All right, so you know we'll stick with cedar. But we will. But that doesn't mean that you can't. Look, blackout drapes are fine. They are. Uh, but so are blinds. Um, you know, you can uh, add a new set of blinds to spruce up a room uh, or an entire McMansion, uh, if you will. And just because it's a colonial exterior does not mean that it has to be so dramatically old school on the interior. Like, yeah, maintain a library or whatever, but like, I don't know, maybe paint the uh, the, the library white. I'm just saying. Or like an off-white, uh, an eggshell, perhaps. Um, I'm a beige. You know, or... See, I don't think a beige would work, uh, personally. Um, I mean, if it was matching, like... A harvest wheat carpet, then perhaps we could uh, start talking about maybe some sort of oatmeal uh, matching color okay. uh, along okay. the, the way. Um, but certainly, like it does need to, to, you do need to liven up those bedrooms somehow. Uh, and so, certainly, adding a, a little bit more brightness uh, would help. I, I wouldn't say that it needs um, color so much as it needs like brighter colors i i guess so so maybe so some cool tropical we're not well colors? no i don't again ghost and colonial time period so like what so that i'm just saying like what ghosts don't like pina coladas okay first of all we're in a colonial time period yeah and they're made out of rum and coconuts I which is what the pina colada had not been invented well, of course not, because they didn't have a Margaritaville uh, pina colada machine uh, back in the colonial days. I understand that, okay? I'm just saying that, like, you know. I'm pretty sure they didn't have one when the pina colada was actually in it either. <laughs> Listen, for, this is like an inside joke. I don't know. There, there's there's one thing that I put on our gift registry when we got married, and I'm really super disappointed we didn't get because it. Because it was and like $500. Okay, but still. It was a top-of-the-line like Margaritaville margarita-making machine where you could like make three different drinks all at one time. And like I was hoping like two or three people would be like, that's funny. Let me go, let's go in on that. Uh, but alas, that did not happen. Nope, did not. Um, so now my uh, frozen drink concoction maker – uh, is nowhere to be found inside this household. Uh, and we have a blender. I, that, it's not the same, okay? <laughs> I've it's, used it's it just for not. prison. Cocktails. So, um, you know, 
anyway, um, so let, let's see here. Do, do we have any other HGTV tips regarding uh, how we can improve the the spooky McMansion? Um, I feel like one room that definitely needs to be a little brighter is that dining room. There, I mean, it's a, it's a party. It's a wake happening. I mean, again, it's a wake, but they're they're ballroom dancing. Liven up a little bit brighter in there. Liven that up. Oh, that's fair. It's a party. I mean, I do feel like, though, they have a pretty good amount of windows. Um, yeah. It was just at night. So yeah. so maybe during the daytime, because we only saw, you know, this is saw the dining room at night. Uh, perhaps that might liven it up a little bit. But again, I feel like with the wallpaper in there, like, it just, it doesn't, it, you got to replace it. Tear that wallpaper out. Uh, and may, maybe, maybe, all right, maybe a little bit more of an open concept there. Just say. Really? Just there. Just there. Just there. You, like close off all the other rooms. I mean, there is a balcony. We're overlooking the the Great Hall because that's where we are. I mean, that's fair. Okay, so maybe not, maybe not there. Uh, one thing I do definitely want to mention is that they definitely need to do some yard work. And uh, like, uh, like I get it. Like it's a family cemetery and stuff. But like, can you get a weed whacker out there? Like and clean up around the graves. Is there anybody that maintains the (laughs) the cemetery there? Hire a lawn maintenance company. I'm just saying, (laughs) not that expensive. Like, and if you got this landscaping, you know, if you got this mansion, like, like liven it up with a with you know a nice set of uh, lilies of some kind, or you know something, Uh, poinsettias even. Um, That's a fun flower. Poinsettias. I'm going to say poinsettias because it makes me fun. <laughs> okay, baby. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's enough HGTV. Um, that I think we've uh, beaten that horse beyond so. its death. Um, so, um, guys, thank you so much for, for listening. We, we appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we we really are glad that you somehow suffered through this whole podcast. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe uh, I, this is one of my favorite ones that we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, but, I understand, but I understand if you just thought the, the HGG V shit was just tedious. Um, anyway, please make sure that you're following us on uh, Facebook and Twitter at cynical Disney and at cynics on Disney uh, for, for Instagram. Uh, make sure that you're also checking us out on not club 33 on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, see here, Tumblr, Pinterest, yeah, Pinterest. Yeah. That's the other one. Uh, Amanda's running that, that, uh, Pinterest page. So, um, yeah, there's that. Um, make sure that you're also checking out the Notcast every Friday at 4 PM magic kingdom time. Uh, not central time, not Canada time, not, not Disneyland time. time. Damn straight. <laughs> magic kingdom. <laughs> That would be Eastern for those of you who are confused. Um, so, and you know, we, again, it's a round table discussion where we usually talk about something silly and ridiculous and uh, it allows me to go off on a rant or sometimes we get Pat to go off on a rant. And those are one of my favorites. Uh, some of my favorites actually is like when Pat uh, is like, like just goes off on an angry rant about something. I wish that would happen more often, but instead he's just pleasant Pat sometimes. And he like says, "Oh, oh, 
I don't have pet peeves. Bullshit. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> Make sure that you're checking out the Notcast every Friday at 4 p.m. Um, in the meantime, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you've subscribed, rated, and reviewed this podcast. Uh, and, you know, if you haven't already, please do so. If you have already done that, please also subscribe, resubscribe, uh, re-rate, and re-review, and just use a different platform. Because, um, we're you know, we're on a bunch of them. We're, we're on uh, Apple. We're on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on the wherever Pretty you get podcasts. Wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, I mean, like you know, that's where we're at. So make sure that you just hop over to a different platform uh, and subscribe to us there, so we can boost this listenership up. Um, in the meantime, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. We genuinely appreciate it. We've got more to come uh, for you from the Magic Kingdom. We dropped a little bit of a hint as to what we're doing next week. And I'll, I will drop another one uh, for you. Um, do, do you have a good hint? And it can't be like a, like a giveaway hint. Um, don't, don't say the land the, the, that it's in. Just. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're just going to keep on making some progress here. Okay, well, that shouldn't do it. Okay, and so there you go. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll progress over to next week. Yeah. Uh, how's that? There we go. Uh, in the meantime, guys, thank you again so much for listening. Have yourself a magical fucking day.